Hello, everyone, and welcome to Staking Mondays. Staking Mondays is a weekly show to share specific knowledge from the staking industry leaders with our community. And of course, this is all powered by stakingrewards.com. At Staking Rewards, we are helping investors to navigate the landscape of yield generating digital assets and finding the best opportunities to earn interest on their crypto. My name is Ken Garofalo, and I'm extremely excited to welcome today's guest. We have Ilya, the co-founder of Near Protocol a sharded smart contract blockchain. Near's vision of a scalable, robust, and highly usable blockchain, Near Protocol launched its mainnet in 2020 and is focused on supporting the creator economy. Now, Ilya has more than 10 years of industry experience, including three years at Google, where he was a major TensorFlow contributor and manager of the team working on deep learning. So welcome, Ilya. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. And we are uh, super thrilled to have you here with us today, Ilya. And I wanted to just start you off with a little bit of an icebreaker type question. Uh, so which crypto project spiked your interest first outside of BTC or Ethereum? And why was that? That's an interesting question. I think um, the most interesting actually was uh, Gitcoin when it was just starting because it was very similar to what we were uh, considering to build or we were building actually in AI space. And so uh, that and, and there were like few few alternatives kind of back in 2018. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. And I mean, I'm still excited about Gitcoin. <laughs> Definitely the power of uh, collaboration never ceases to amaze. Um, so, so let's get right into it. So we're going to be focusing a lot about uh, layer one proof of state networks today, uh, your, your domain of expertise, I guess we could say. Um, so what do you think was the biggest challenge to bootstrapping a layer one proof of stake network and how are you addressing it today? Yeah, I think there's actually a combination of challenges and uh, kind of they are over time spread out. I think it starts with really bootstrapping the network of validators, like high quality validators that are uh, able to provide not just you know, running hardware, but actually like feedback and are able to actually participate in the governance over time. And uh, I mean, obviously, I would say like everybody in proof of stake is super grateful to Cosmos for doing a really hard job in the beginning, like going from zero to like having a few hundreds of these professional, more professional validators um, in the ecosystem, but also like you want to have more community validators, you want to have more kind of uh, just active participants as well and so that being i would say like pre-launch a big uh, focus and a big big work around that and then obviously the kind of second stage of this is like token distribution and uh community in general right so you want to have enough different participants enough different stakeholders who are actively kind of collaborating together using this network for various reasons right and so Obviously, you know, we know like public sales or, or variants of that are extremely complicated, extremely hard to facilitate. So that's one of the challenges that a lot of people are facing. And as well as just like building community ground up uh, is is really hard job, right? Like it doesn't matter in crypto or not. And then I would say like the final piece is just kind of building this developer ecosystem, like actually getting to uh get a momentum around developers building and, and launching applications which i'm really grateful to see it now kind of starting and we actually have a hackathon starting in a week on on friday um 
this week that will pretty much bootstrap that even more. Yeah, really good to hear those insights. Um, always difficult to bring in a lot of community members, whether they're the validators or just the developers, developers or just you know enthusiastic people that are excited about uh, the protocol. And, and shout out to the the near army as they seem to be here in the chat here, uh, always supporting, and they do a great job on social media as well. So it seems like you're doing a great job with the community as is and excited to hear uh, the, the upcoming hackathon. So if you guys are ready to participate in that hackathon, let us hear about it in the chat right now. Um, so how important do you think it is that the initial token distribution, how important do you think that is for the success of a layer one network? Yeah, I think there are like few things that are important uh, in the beginning. I think over time, any flaws that have happened earlier, probably like kind of redistribute um and i mean honestly even bitcoin in a way had like very like centralized beginning right just because like not a lot of people knew about it and it was like very technical but over time obviously like the more time passes the more distrib redistribution happens um but obviously in the beginning you kind of need this like enough validators to have stake you need enough kind of parties who have who, who spend enough time learning and, and participating right so you it's really important to have all these programs around you know kind of incentivized taking around like learning and education and as well as developers uh to kind of achieve distribution among these parties who've invested time to to figure out this so they actually are interested in kind of evolution and participation in the governance um so i think like definitely important definitely important to also bring kind of more uh, enthusiasts who are also uh, figuring out and learning and then kind of combine them together in, in one community. But I also see like, I, I would say like everyone have, you know, have been having issues with this just because like it, it is a very hard space. Uh, and so I, I do think over time it's kind of normalizes as, as these networks kind of uh, live for longer. Yeah. I mean, a great point, you know, not only is the uh, distribution from the initial token distribution important, but also going forward as the blockchain continues to exist to continue uh, that distribution, to continue uh, the decentralization process, bringing more people into the network. Um, so Nier has such a beautiful incentives design where inflation is offset by transaction fees. And us here at Staking Rewards, we really can appreciate that. Uh, which project inspired you the most when you designed the economics and incentives for Nier? I mean, definitely one of the bigger inspirations was Vitalik's paper. I think it was in 2018, um, which is which is actually what right now EIP 1559 is. Um, so we kind of have that implemented right uh, from the beginning, in like in a little bit different uh, different version. So I think that was the biggest inspiration, but also I was looking for something like this because from my perspective, you want a clear kind of revenue model for the network. Like if you think of network as a you know virtual company, like it needs to earn money and this money then should be kind of uh, then accruing value to the, to the token. And so, like one version obviously is this money can go to some treasury and then the, there's a governance around that treasury to how uh like burn or buy back or whatever um obviously there's a version that like redistributes it back to validators but and in some way validators needs to be incentivized almost like independently of the usage at least in the beginning and so 
creating kind of this decoupled model was very important. Yeah, and for anyone that wants to learn more about uh, the incentive model for NEAR, you can head on over to the NEAR profile, asset profile on stakingrewards.com. We have a lot of uh, FAQs and uh, resources there to basically go into all those details. Um, so what is your go-to-market strategy for NEAR? Are you planning to focus on one specific niche, like becoming the blockchain for NFTs or the blockchain for DeFi, for example? So we believe in in a kind of what we call a creator economy triangle. And so this is a combination of things where you have a DeFi or like open finance part, you have the uh, kind of NFT creator side and you have a DAO community side. And so, I mean, each one is like, it's powering a market, but they all together work to kind of bootstrap the economy, right? So in a way there is actually a, uh, like a funnel or like a, um, where you have kind of like app, like more developers building more apps, more apps bringing more users, more users bringing more liquidity, which brings in turn more developers because they see more things going on, right? And you need to like, you need to kind of bootstrap the whole, like each one of these items and start like kind of uh, accelerating this. And so, uh, so we see, and we've been investing in, in this kind of like co-working co of these three items, right? So we have a set of things in DeFi that are specifically designed for communities and NFT marketplaces and kind of users of those. We have NFT marketplaces and kind of uh, really cool like Minbase and Paras been doing a re really awesome job kind of attracting creators with like, you know, super cheap fees, super fast, like kind of interactions and really easy onboarding for new users. And then we have a DAO kind of infrastructure and ecosystem, which allows to bring together communities, bring together groups of people and then buy NFTs or, you know, create NFTs, mint NFTs as a DAO, uh, and then also participate in the economy around that. So you, you kind of have this like multi-party economy that is being bootstrapped on there. And in a way, it's all like part of this idea of uh, metaverse, I think. And that's why actually our hackathon is metaverse themed. It's like, it's actually a combination of like creators coming in, communities, you know, connecting with the creators and then using finance as a fabric to connect everything. Yeah, and, and the one common theme I, I take out of that is you're really focusing on community. And I think just to reiterate, it shows. Look at how many comments are on this uh, stream right now. This is one of our most commented streams of Staking Mondays we've ever had. So you're do obviously doing a great job catering to the community. Um, so you have a, a second mover advantage compared to Ethereum. Uh, so why should someone choose to build a, a DAP on Near instead of Ethereum? So critically, uh, I would say Ethereum right now is in a position where it's it's a great place because a lot of liquidity and a lot of kind of existing usage. And so people who are kind of targeting existing, like I would say whales and, and, and market are launching Ethereum. What NIR is providing is really this platform for mass adoption, right? So what we see people launching are people who are targeting new users, people who do, do not own crypto and what near offers is really easy onboarding for these people right it's something where you know in in like 30 seconds people starting to use crypto applications without even figuring out what seed phrases are what are these addresses with xerox and stuff like this right like that's what we kind of offer as a platform and then what kind of developers who want to build for the you know for the normal like billions of people market they kind of start to build on near 
uh, versus, yeah, I mean, like we right now compared to Ethereum, obviously lack a lot of liquidity, a lot of other existing applications to rely on. So that that's kind of the choice people are making. Yeah, that easy onboarding process will definitely open you up to a greater chance at mass adoption. And, you know, very nice to hear that you guys are focused on that as well, bringing in more people, being more inclusive. Um, so your personal relationship and team relationship, what does that look like with your proof of stake validators on near? Uh, is a close relationship good or is this prone to further centralization of the platform? So I think initially you do want to have a close relationship because I mean, as any software, like when it's just launching, there's still a lot of problems and working together in like tight loop to kind of nail these problems and figure out like kind of, and, and be able to actually update faster, right? Is, is, is a requirement over time. I think the goal will be to definitely both extend the number of validators and maybe be, like that becoming a more, uh, kind of by becoming a bigger group, right? It just like, you cannot maintain as close the relationship as right now. We do have a kind of near validator advisory board, which is a set of validators who we have like a kind of close relationships who we are discussing with, who have like kind of give feedback on the you know future features or, or current problems or, or uh, various things like that. Then that's kind of ideally in the future. I mean, that's in general kind of as we working on our governance model kind of going forward, that's one of the uh, pillars of this governance where validators providing input to like kind of the global governance system. Obviously, it's not the only input, right? There's still developers, there's users, there's stakeholders, like the uh, near holders and, and, and the community members as well. So there's like many other stakeholders, but validators obviously being one of the like core pieces who are running infrastructure are important voice. Yeah, and that's really cool to hear that you have the advisory board established so you can hear their voice and take their inputs and insights and continue improving uh, the protocol, you know, from those insights. So for you putting yourself in the position of, you know, the core team member, right? Um, do you see it as a business to make near successful? How is your core team internally structured and, and what type of KPIs do you guys run off of? Yeah, that's a very interesting question because I think like there's no playbook, there's no even something that works right now in the ecosystem. And so everybody's figuring out how this should work. Mm -hmm. Our structure is next. Uh, we have a foundation, a Swiss foundation, which is uh, in a way like a nonprofit foundation that's designed to bootstrap and do initial governance of the protocol until we have all the decentralized governance pieces figured out. This is, I mean, for people who are familiar, Linux Foundation, Apache Foundation kind of operating in very similar way. Uh, it has funding. It, its goal is to grow the usage and uh, like uh, kind of noteworthiness of near, right? And so the KPIs it uses are a lot about, you know, a number of users and number of like number of users attracted, num number of total users kind of activity in general on chain as well as like kind of how known near is, how many people are using it, how big is the community and ecosystem. Um, and so that's kind of a, I would say like core piece, but it's also designed to not be, you know, like it's not a center, it's it's more like a rocket booster in a way, right? It's like, it will it will lift us to, to space and then we'll kind of detach. And then we have, uh, you know, the community and the decentralized governance to continue pushing forward. The, company I am kind of uh, running is a uh, 
developer company. And we are really focused on, well, first of all, developer as a protocol, but also all of the tooling and all of the services that developers need. And this is really spanning from where we started, which was we believed the developer experience for blockchain should be way easier and, and in many ways different from what people are used to. And so we started by building like a whole ecosystem of tools and, um, and uh, kind of providing almost like an opinionated way of how you build applications. And so that's really what we focused on as, as this kind of company that will, and we focused on developers, that, that is our pure goal, right? Like how many developers we can onboard, how many developers launch applications, how much usage these applications are getting. The ecosystem in general has a lot more other parties. For example, we have a guild structure, which is designed pretty much to create this kind of like community, like, it's, it's, they're not startups, they're more, but they're companies, right, in a way. Like they, they don't, they're maybe not, not for profit, some of them maybe are, but they're designed to kind of solve specific piece of the ecosystem, right? So we have, for example, marketing, marketing guild. We have a guild for UX. We have a guild of validators. We have a guild for China. We have a guild for Russian community. So it's a very different kind of scope and they're actually growing, including we actually have a guild to create new guilds. So people join it as a kind of a training ground and learning how to uh, scale out and, and grow their own guild. And so I think like in past like few months, we launched like another like 12 guilds. I'm, I'm not even fully tracking all, all, all of them sadly anymore. And like there's, you know, uh, like technical analysis guild and, and like ev everything pretty much. The idea is like really to cover kind of in the ecosystem, you need a lot of functions and like they obviously cannot be run by a company or even a foundation and so really creating this like a whole whole ecosystem of things yeah that's that's really great to hear and you know i didn't know that you guys had so many guilds contributing uh to the overall network there and if anyone watching in the audience is from one of these guilds feel free to give a shout out for your particular guild type and maybe we can get more people to join up right um so <laughs> really the, the more i hear you talk the more i learn that near is super decentralized and um you know, the foundation in Switzerland is there to really be uh, the rocket booster to take this ship to the moon, uh, you know, for, for lack of a better term. Uh, so that should get the, uh, the near army a little bit. I did not say that. <laughs> uh, I'll quote that one. <laughs> okay. Um, so in your opinion, what are the best staking or passive income opportunities that currently exist uh, with near protocol? Yeah, so we have the staking itself on the uh on the near protocol right so like if you have near wallet or a few other wallets who support staking you can just stake to one of the kind of current validators and i mean it's a delegation process and you receive uh, depending on how much fees they take but kind of and you annualized it's uh right now like roughly uh, 10 11 percent um we also have just launched actually uh i think earlier today uh metapool so this is actually idea of like when you're staking to one validator, you're kind of taking a, like in some way a risk of that validator going offline and losing some, some of the rewards. And you also uh, kind of like kind of committing to, to delegate for a period of time. So Metapool actually solves this by allowing to delegate to Metapool, which then distributes to a number of validators the, the stake and also keeps some amount to unstake quickly. So there's like a liquidity pool in there. And so this right now just launched, so it's super early, but there's a lot of opportunity to participate and they actually have a 
like some form of farming as well, where there's a meta token that you farm as well, which is a governance token to control where, where things are delegating. So that's probably like the most interesting thing right now to try uh, for people. Wow. Okay. So it's reducing the risk of uh, the delegation process, right? So do you know what kind of APY, APR uh, for the farms on the meta pool are right now or off the top uh, of your head, if you know it? I, I don't know the top of my head, but uh, I think people can check it out on metapool.app. Okay, awesome. And maybe uh, someone in the chat can give us some uh, relayed information there on uh, what they're currently earning farming with Metapool. But yeah, that seems like a, a really cool innovation and uh, we'll be sure to check that out, metapool.app. Um, so now comes the time in the, the show here where we like to award the co uh, community. So we had 50 hearts tokens awarded to the community with the best uh, questions asked. Uh, so these hearts are our loyalty token on staking rewards. It's the database token. Um, basically it can be earned for more participation on stakingrewards.com. Go ahead, head over there and see what it's all about. Earn the heart token on the site. Uh, but 50 tokens have been awarded to Alex Burt 99. And his question is uh, that there will be a play to earn video game being built on near protocol. What do you think about this game and how will it affect near i mean there i'm a, from kind of my knowledge there's a multiple play turn uh, video games that have been built there's uh op games that are launching a play to earn platform with the first video game and so uh the arcadians uh that is super exciting for sure i think there will be a lot more activity coming with kind of people um actually like seeing how easy it is to onboard and how to start playing um we've i mean even for like axie we saw that people you know spend a considerable amount of time figuring out how to actually use axie with metamask with all the stuff and so like really excited to see how people will actually um how people will actually uh do this with near but um and like OP Games actually launching a platform, so they're like they plan to have a lot more games uh, contributed by other developers as well on this platform. Very cool. So this is almost like a, a Trojan horse to bring people into near, show them how easy it is to onboard. You know, compared to something like Axie, people are already willing to put in the time to learn how to use MetaMask, all the tooling, right? So uh, with this game OP's developing, it should be you know even easier to get the new users in. So definitely. Uh, interested to see how that performs and how many new users get added to the near ecosystem from that particular game. Uh, so the next community winner here is Zhang Li 1306. And the question is yield farming on the near ecosystem needs more projects. What are you doing to attract more projects to launch on near? So there are a few things that are happening on near that kind of to attract more projects obviously the first one is the hackathon so just to kind of reiterate a million dollar of kind of cumulative prizes for the hackathon that's starting on friday lasts until september 12th uh so there's already a bunch of people signed up and uh, like a bunch of project existing teams existing projects also signed up to kind of uh work on that the big other part was the uh, launch of Aurora that happened uh, a few months ago. And right now kind of all the last pieces are coming together. So Aurora allows anyone kind of any existing smart contract and application from Ethereum to launch on near without any changes, including like even the base token is Ethereum inside Aurora, which will pretty much 
like has zero difference compared like which is not true for example for polygon or bsc where the base token is different and so that's kind of in play and people already uh kind of testing and playing this out we always we obviously have the bridge to uh, to ethereum which allows to move liquidity there's actually a bridge to bsc that's going to be launched soon and uh, kind of polygon bridge as well uh in 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 progress so like more bridges is in progress to really kind of interconnect this ecosystem and obviously we have uh open lab collective near grants community grants and a number of uh venture capital firms kind of pretty much investing into an, a number of projects in the ecosystem and and like incubating new ones to really power the kind of uh like creation of new applications creation of new um both financial as well as like kind of market various marketplaces right and and social uh applications that will be creating this kind of ecosystem of rich and you know uh interconnected things wow yeah very exciting to hear all those uh pending developments coming down the pipeline there of course the hackathon a million dollars up for grabs guys wow uh, I might even want to get in on that as well. Who knows, right? <laughs> There's actually a team building website. So if you're not a developer, there still might be a bunch of things to do uh, if you want to join. So you can you can head to the website and then uh, go to find your team. I don't know if we can share the website here, but um, find your team. And then there is kind of both like, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a team or I am, you know, there's existing teams looking for a team or people looking for specific people. And so there's all kinds of, you know, art, uh, community development, obviously, that you can participate in the hackathon. So really trying to like open it up and, and kind of make it a lot more inclu inclusive than usual kind of hackathons are, including we actually have in-person, like over 10 places in-person events as well, running in parallel to the global virtual. So very cool be Please sure to join in be sure to join in guys it uh it, the opportunity is there for you will you take it <laughs> and aurora, aurora of course is going to be huge as well so uh yeah definitely a lot to look forward to and so Ilya, where can people go to follow you to learn more about the exciting stuff you're working on and to find more about the information uh for the hackathon for instance as well yeah so uh i think like Obviously, my Twitter is the easiest place. And then Near Protocols Twitter uh, has a lot of this information as well. So I think th those two. And then if if you want to dive deeper, we have this nearweek.com. So this is a newsletter that every week kind of uh, puts together an update from the whole ecosystem and has kind of all the, you know, all the news across across near ecosystem which is a lot so it's already hard to track even even for me excellent we'll be sure to follow you on all those mediums and for everyone watching be sure to check out our previous episodes of staking mondays including doquan from terra money zakamanian from cosmos stani from ave author b from tezos and so so much more this episode was sponsored by gravity decks we're just going to watch a quick clip here to find out more about them and thank you for watching, everyone. Please like and subscribe to our channel. As always, happy staking. Thanks, Ilya. Thank you.